0: Welcome, everyone, to our NCAA social series. I'm Andy Katz. Well, I'm pleased to be joined by the national champions in Division Three men's soccer. Joining me, their head coach, Julianne Sitch. She is the first ever woman to win a national championship in men's soccer, historically, maybe in any sport. Joining us as well, senior team captain Richard Gillespie. Uh, the victory came with a to Neil, win over Williams in the NCAA Division three final. Uh, first off, congratulations to the two of you and the entire University of Chicago team, uh, Julianne. Let's first deal with the actual championship run. Um, how'd you guys get it done?
1: Yeah, you know. Um... Obviously incredible work from the players, you know, um, from day one, dedicated, putting the best foot forward every single day and always pushing our standard and and stuff from there. So I would say everything goes to the players with that. Um, they've been consistent throughout the season, day in, day out, their competitive drive, you know, this team has been there in the past. So I think just that hunger and, uh, the hunger mentality that they have wanted to be back into this spot and to win that national championship. I think that was a huge part for them of coming in this year and wanting to get the job done.
0: So Richard, when you think back on this championship run, what stands out to you as to why you guys were able to get it done?
2: I think it really comes down to just the commitment of, of this team. And uh, I think it starts from where we've been in the past. Um, We've had some successful seasons Leading up to this season, um, we went to the final four last year and lost in double overtime. Um, So we got a taste of of the championship there. And then coming into this year, um, we just knew we wanted to come in in shape and we knew that we had the talent to get it done. um, And we just had to work hard. And uh, I think the team did a really good job of just coming together, integrating the freshman class really well um, and just sticking with it throughout the season um, and led us to where we are today.
0: So, uh, Julianne, there, y- your resume speaks for itself. This should not be a novelty, but unfortunately it is, but hopefully it won't be for long. You were hired in April of 2022 um, after an illustrious career as a college and professional soccer player. Um, in pursuing this job, why did you think you would be a great fit?
1: I think just knowing the University of Chicago, I was there on the woman's side for a couple years and had followed the men's program, you know, knew a lot of the former players Um, during my time when I was there on the woman's side. I know what the program is about. I think the um, the previous coaching staffs have laid a great foundation. I knew what the culture was about. I knew what they were trying to achieve. And I really, really enjoyed my time working with the student athletes at U Chicago. And so when this, you know, opportunity came available, it was, you know, a no brainer to want to pursue it because I knew the the grittiness, the, the blue collar, the hardworking student athletes that we have and wanting them to push to go after something. You know, I felt that some of the things that I've learned throughout my career, my playing career, you know, had been in different positions in different championships. You know, hopefully I thought that some of the things that I had could help.
0: But at the same time, I'm sure you thought that there potentially could be some obstacles uh, because, you know, the basic question is, would they hire a woman? Why did you think University of Chicago would do it?
1: I think, you know, I, I actually think Richard said this in one of his interviews. So, Rich, I might be stealing your quote here, but University of Chicago is like it's a forward thinking university, right? Like they want to hire the best people and the best positions. And, you know, huge credit to Angie Train, who took a potential chance to hire a female for this position. So, you know, again, I think University of Chicago it goes to them, right? They are forward thinking. They want to make a change. And for them, they just want the best in, in that position.
0: I mean, Richard, as I said, I mean, I could run down, you know, her resume, you know, uh, as a collegiate player, as a professional player, um, you know, obviously, you know, sh- she's done it all on the pitch. Um, when you had heard, and obviously she'd been there before on the woman's side, but when you heard that they potentially could hire a woman to lead this men's team, what was your initial reaction?
2: Um, I think initially... uh people weren't 100% sold on the idea, but I was a part of the the search committee. So I got to speak with Sitch and the moment you get on the phone and speak with her, like she just popped off the paper and and just did an incredible job. And we were all so so excited after that initial meeting um, and we'd heard so many good things about her from past coaches and um, just different people. Uh, so initially, I guess there was a tiny bit of, uh, what was
0: the, what were the reservations?
2: Uh, I, I don't, you know, I don't really know why there were reservations. I think it was just the fact that there isn't historical data that has proven success. Um, but looking back on it, it was silly to even have any type of reservations uh, in the first place. And uh, the university obviously made the correct decision and Stitch has been awesome and getting to know her as a person. Uh, And as a coach, it's just been an awesome experience. You
0: know, Julianne, I mean, there are so many high profile men coaching women in basketball, volleyball, you know, softball, but especially basketball and volleyball. Um, Why should there even be a question that a high level professional soccer player couldn't coach men?
1: (laughs) You know, I think that it's just where it's been, right? It's not something that a lot of people see. It's not even in like the club world as much, you know, where young boys are being exposed to females. Some of them aren't even being exposed to young ages, you know, and again, same thing, like these boys, I'm the their first female coach or potential first one that they, maybe they had the opportunity to interview and stuff. And, you know, that's that's where things have just been, you know, and I think the greatest thing now is things are moving forward and people are seeing these different opportunities because I do, I, I believe that a lot of female can add a lot of value to young youth sports, men or little boys, little little girls. Right. And I think even just at the high school age, I know there's plenty of female that are coaching at the high school age, which I think is phenomenal. And it just gives a different perspective. Every coach has something unique to offer student athletes. Every coach comes from a a different background of their playing career. Some have played just high school, some have played college, some have played professionally. And like even myself, like all the things that I've learned throughout my career are something that I can offer student athletes. And that's the same for any coach, right? We all have these experiences and something to offer these student athletes. And at the end of the day, when you're coaching, you want to help the athletes be the best on and off the field. So it doesn't matter whether you're coaching men or women it's you're coaching the athletes it, you should be wanting to help and, you know, inspire them to be at their best. So, you know, I, I'm hoping that things will continue to to move forward with that.
0: You know, to, to her point, though, Richard, um, certainly in the uh, national team level and we've seen, obviously, you know, this long drawn out fight to finally get you know equal pay and all that. But also we've seen their success on the women's side far greater than the men's side at the World Cup and the national team level. And we've seen plenty of female announcers. Uh, I used to work with Julie Foudy at ESPN. She's still there and, and she has announced uh, you know, men's soccer at the national, the global level. And we're seeing that obviously uh, with the coverage of the World Cup. How much do you think that did help, can help going forward for young adult males to see women on the national stage being so successful in the soccer world, uh, and then transitioning that into the coaching world.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think seeing women in leadership positions, uh, particularly of of men's teams, it just breaks down any stereotypes that may have been present in the past. Um, and as the general public uh, begins to accept this more as a commonality um, or just like a common occurrence, then I think that. Uh, people in general in their minds will just uh, think of this uh, as more of a normal thing and grow
0: to accept it. So clearly you've got someone like Richard progressive thinking he was on the committee. Um, But take me back Julian to that, that first meeting when you know, when I would think it'd be human nature to have some nerves, you're going into this meeting, you're meeting your team, all male and you are their leader Uh, as a soccer coach. Still, you are a female leading them. What were you feeling going into that meeting about how you were gonna handle that?
1: Yeah, be myself, you know, just to be myself. and you know i I know that that I was going to be their first female coach that they had that they had ever had. And you know, um I never. Had a doubt that I would get any pushback or pullback from them. I think the previous staff is the staff and my current assistant who has been a part of that staff, the culture that they have laid of the foundation and the the, um, student athletes. I mean, these guys are phenomenal. They are incredible humans and I never for a doubt thought that I was going to have any pushback and I didn't. And you know, that is the biggest thing that I speak about a lot is I know I'm the first coach and I know I'm the first woman that my assistant has had to work with. And, you know, they stepped into that room and they embraced me and I have never had a pushback. I've had nothing but support. They've been absolutely incredible. And for that, I'm, I'm very blessed. You know, it's one of the biggest things I speak about that this team is, you know, embraced me and it's been just what a season An enjoyable ride. And again, I'm blessed and thankful for that.
0: What about your peers, other coaches, other teams?
1: Yeah. You know, um, I think at first, um, on a recruiting trail people, I was the only female at a boys sporting event, coaching on the sideline, you know, um, after that moment, never, I've had so many, um, coaches that we've played against, um, outreach, just phenomenal. You know, I've never felt anything different. I, have you know, I've made a lot of really cool friends on the recruiting trail and a lot of, you know, coaches now that I can hang out with and call my friend. And, you know, that's awesome. And I think that's the, the other thing in all of this that I hope people can just take away is, again, everyone has a journey, everyone's on a path. We're all out here to coach athletes and have them be at their best. And everyone, I think if we actually supported each other a lot more, I think everyone can continue to grow and learn and develop. And I think really at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? Everyone wants to to be at their best. So we should be pushing and supporting everybody to want to be at their best.
0: What about the parents when you're recruiting?
1: Phenomenal. I've never, you know, never have had any sort of concerns whatsoever. Um, it's been nothing but, you know, support, 100% support.
0: So look, Richard, we got data and the data shows you won want a championship. Uh, so there should be no question. Not that you have to do that. That shouldn't have to be the bar, but still uh, mm-hmm. now as more of an ambassador, an advocate, what would you tell recruits coming up if they had any questions about, Playing for a female
2: coach? Um, I think I would just tell them that it's no different than playing for a male coach. Uh, coach's job is to lead the team and find a way uh to make us victorious. And Sitch obviously did that every single game except for one tie this year. So I would probably let that speak for itself and shut down any reservations that a potential recruit had right away.
0: So uh, her leadership, though, um, the sitch mindset, mm-hmm. if I've got that right. What is it?
2: Um, yeah, sitch mindset. That was something that one of our teammates kind of said in the press conference. But the big, the big term is the champion mindset. And that's what sitch has posted on stickers and given to us. And she's really ingrained that into us. And it's the idea that you want to go out and just conquer everything, give everything your all, no matter if you're on the soccer field, in the classroom, uh, in a social setting, you just want to put your best foot forward and always give your 110%. Um, and I think we showed that on the field, and that's what ultimately contributed to, to this awesome season.
0: And where'd that come from, Julian?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's come from, I can't take full credit for it because obviously there's a lot of people that have a champion mindset or books and different things out there. But, um, you know, I'm a huge nerd in terms of quotes and just different sayings or different things, obviously think positive behind me, just yep. like that type of stuff. And, you know, it's something that I, that I've just lived by, um, you know, and again, like Rich is saying, like, it's not about champion mindset doesn't equate to just championships, right? It's about, being the best every single day. Um, the biggest thing that you can control is your attitude. How are you going to show up, right? Every day we wake up, you get a decision to make to make the day the best day that you want it, right? Every we all know that you're not 100% every single day, right? We understand life happens, things are happening, um, but can you bring your best self forward? And what does that look like? And being grateful for things every day. Um, you know, I think it's easy to get into some traps sometimes where like, oh, the day is ruined, right? One thing happens, and now our day is all ruined. Well, the day is not ruined. What's one great thing that happened? What's a win for the day? And so it really is about, you know, just being a champion. Let's be our best and let's go after the things that we want to go after. Let's dream big. Let's do them. Like, you know, and I think that's the greatest thing this team has done since day one. You know, you, when you asked earlier um, about like what alluded to winning a championship, I mean, we talked about this brotherhood culture that the guys wanted, right? We, we asked them like, what do you guys want to be known for? What do we want to be? And, you know, they took ownership in that. And that's, and, and again, champion mindset, they put that best foot forward every single day to make sure that they were living true to the things that we spoke about. And again, to me, champion mindset. So, you know, it doesn't just mean one thing. I think it's a lot of different things encompassed together, but that was the word that we used for a lot of the things that we talked about this year.
0: Hey, one last thing before we wrap, uh, we've seen this in a lot of different sports, high level athletes doesn't always translate to good coaching. Um, as we look forward to trying to get in to, um, you know, the feeder system of more people like you getting into coaching, men's side, women's side, uh, what do they need to take from their playing career to be able to transition that to being quality coaches?
1: Yeah, well, I think there's a lot of different layers to coaching, right? Um, you could be a super tactical coach and you're really good with X's and O's and maybe you're really good at the relationship building or you're really good at developing a training session or individual sessions and I think it's really finding the thing that you're really passionate about and that you're really good at and in really pushing forward with that and building a staff around that that can help you in the other areas you know and that's why I'm forever grateful too of my staff i think we all bring really great qualities to different things and you know you want to piece those things together to make a staff that's strong and unified and so you know as a player or players that are looking to coach i think what remembering pieces to the game that like you loved what were you passionate about what did you bring and what can you offer to teams and that's why i say every coach has something great to bring right and it's from your experiences and doing that so you know for players thinking about what they can add to a team what are really great things that they loved about their playing career that they can make their own and that they can put their kind of own name and stamp on that you know and bring that to their coaching career
0: well it's all working uh, and a historic win for you and for the university of chicago congratulations to the two of you and to the entire team as always you can check out all these great interviews that we've been doing over the last couple of years at ncwa.org slash social series where all our social series are archived thanks for watching everyone